0: All right, welcome to Enough Is Enough, Becoming Unapologetically You. I am your host, Coach Ramirez, and we are having technical difficulties today. I do apologize for the inconvenience. Oh, please stick with us, stick with us, stick with us. I have the lovely Dr. Amy Walton here to share with us on today. Dr. Amy, you say
1: hello blessings blessings so glad that I am joining you tonight I am so excited about what God is doing in the earth and what God oh, what is doing is today? even oh, right now this Jesus on today
0: give me one second one second. All right, let's see if this works. <laughs> let's see if this one works. It's been, like, I don't know what's going on. Let me turn <laughs> up the volume. All right, can you guys hear me? Yes. yes. Yes, okay, awesome. I don't know what's going on today. It just doesn't wanna work. But God is good anyway. As what we do when we first come in, we open up in prayer, so I'll go ahead and pray. and. Go ahead and go with the flow of things. Oh, Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to come before you on today to worship you, to love you, and to encourage the body of Christ. Those who know you and those who don't know you, we ask that we decrease and you will increase within us and that you will speak through us as your vessels. Oh, God, that we'll give you the honor, the praise, and the glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So... We have a whole bunch of technical issues, and it it just wasn't working. But we're here to um, encourage the Body of Christ. This platform is to motivate, inspire to those who feel as if they're nothing. Um, I myself have gone through a tremendous, lot of stuff. And so I thank God for allowing me to be a person to come back and to give to those who feel as if, they're less than. And so I thank you, Dr. Amy, for coming also to share and to inspire somebody else that, you know, that have gone through something that you've gone through because you've been my coach. (laughs) And so I give God the glory for it. Amen. I'm gonna try to hear you so, so low, but you can go ahead and um, introduce yourself.
1: So I am um, Dr. Amy. I am a um, life coach for women. And what I do is I help women bust through the obstacles that hold their faith and their finances hostage so that they can um, build their businesses, live life on their terms, reach their money goals,
0: and, of course, master their faith. Amen. And so tonight, um, I chose, like, like, to talk about entrepreneurship, but what I change it up to godpreneurship because a lot of times we can talk about entrepreneurship but when we are in christ doing entrepreneurship i see it as godpreneurship because we put god at the head not just at you know the the back of the thing we put him right at the top i read a quote that says that yes we are the president but he is the ceo and so um i want to know i mean i read your bio and a lot of times it feels kind of like hard like even for myself you 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 push me out and say hey I want you to do such and such by a certain time and I'm like how do I do it <laughs> and so what is it that you will tell somebody that feels as if they're not an entrepreneur actually you know what
1: we all are we all are entrepreneurs and i know most of the time people don't see it and so so let me bring some light to it because we always sell. We're always selling something. We're either selling ourselves, Um, you know, when we think about like a job, even for a relationship. Like no one's getting into a relationship with you unless you're not first selling you. And right. so you, you're always selling and you don't even realize it. And so one of the things as far as entrepreneurship is the awareness and recognizing that it's actually something that you're already doing. So when you're selling yourself for a job, of course you get paid for that. You know, in a relationship, you you get the benefit of a good relationship. When you think about it, you know, there are things that all, God has gifted each and every one of us with something. You know, we think about like million dollar ideas and you look at other people and you can see the potential with them, but you can't see the potential with you. Well, that would make God not be the kind of God that we say that we serve. If he's not put a million dollar Ideal on the inside of of you, you know, on the inside of you. Because we look at what God can do for someone else, but we don't look at what He can do for us. And so, what right. we once we come into the awareness, and you start looking at it, you can begin to see the talents and the giftings that you're already doing. So we're always looking to go and get something, but God has all. When you were formed in your mother's womb, God already put on the inside of you everything that you need to be an right. entrepreneur. And so just recognizing the gift of that. I I started, um, I've done many things, right? Because I recognize the entrepreneurship um, that was on my life. At 10 years old, you know, trying to, um, I can remember going back and I used to wash dishes for my cousins and get paid to do it because they chose not to do it. The gifting, the talents was already there. And because what can you do to help someone else? And, And that's what entrepreneurship really is about. Is the service that you provide
0: right. in
1: order to help someone. And so when you begin right. to recognize that, all of us provide service, right? Is it a service that you can get paid for? And sometimes we provide services and we don't see that it's something that you could actually get paid for. Listen, like I said, I started young and so and I started because we didn't have. And so right. that kind of helped me look for how can I earn um money I wasn't old enough to go get a job but what could I do so l- the question I want to ask those of you that are listening and you're thinking like well I can't be an entrepreneur I want to know what can you do what do you already do because whatever you're already doing if somebody else is buying it then that's something to be monetized
0: hmm that's true because I know like myself um, I mean I work in an office but I was like like, God, what is there to me? You know, what else can I do? What can be produced out of me? And so I had to go on a journey to find myself and to figure out what what it was that was hidden inside of me to have have it be unlocked. And I think the, that's the first part that we have to do is unlock what's already inside of us. And sometimes it's hard because you have to go to, play, to a place that you're not really w- wanting to go to. And so, I mean, it was like, literally, I would sit there and cry trying to figure this out or um, just having God deal with me to where I am able to come and share with other people because I'm, like, very private and I could be very shy. And it's a whole, like, there's no way I'm going to do a lot. There's no way I'm doing a podcast. And so when I would talk to you and say, i give you the ideas. I said, I have this. And you say, okay, so... I look look forward to you having this done before the end of the year. And I'm like, oh God. (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, oh God. So I think that one of the steps is that we have to really go inside ourselves and see that there is more to us than what makes the eye. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, and one of the best ways to do that because a lot of times we don't see what's on the inside of us. We can see what's on the inside of everyone else. So one of the best things to do is actually just reach out to five of your friends or five people that you know right that you spend enough time with that they're able not that they're where they're able to recognize the giftings that you had and ask mm-hmm. them what do you think i'm good at what do you think I'm great at? I do it all the time, um, you know, because we change and transform. So I always want to know because where people see you good at, those are places of ser- where you can serve. And and looking at it from that perspective, um, again, if you can solve a problem, right? If you can solve right. somebody's problem, that's worth money every single day. Every single day, it's worth money. Mm. You gotta take a somebody got to take a deep breath on that one because listen, you're loaded <laughs> right. and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize that you're that you're loaded. And I want to tell someone, like I said, I started early, but one of the ways that I really began to discover this was from money problems, right? Needing solutions to solve financial problems. Mm-hmm. And the Lord began to just open my eyes to see. All that he put on the inside of me. And so I, I would say, like, sometimes we make the mistake of just asking for money, but asking God, what's the solution can I that I can solve? You know, what mm-hmm. can I do? How can I help someone else? And in right. turn, it also helps helps me, you know, helps me. And I know we're in this um pandemic, pandemic, or whatever they're calling it, but I'm telling <laughs> you, there are solutions on the inside of you because the world has shifted and changed, right? So mm-hmm. there has to be innovation. And so there is something in you that can help someone at this particular time. And and it's not what has already been done. It's the new thing. It's the thing that someone else has not even thought about. And you're about to be the blueprint in the earth. And, you know, it just takes faith to be able to say, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it and I'm just going to trust and I'm going to believe God. And I am telling you, when we look at the word, the scripture says that whatever I do, that it will prosper, that it will work. And that ends up being the mindset of whatever it is that you're going to do is that, that it's going to work, that it's going to work. Just
0: having that thought process about it and you can't lose. You just can't. Amen. And so I've also known that even though like, you know, it doesn't work out the first time, not to give up. You know what I'm saying? To keep on trying, keep on moving forward. Because if we if we don't get up from the setback, yeah, we, yeah, of course we've already lost. But if we get up and keep on going, we we're able to learn from that experience and know that, okay, that didn't work this time. So the next time I'll try something different and that just may work. And I believe that's why we have the the Godpreneurship versus the entrepreneurship, because as believers in Christ, we're trusting in God to see us through to a place versus just depending on our own and leaning to our own understanding. That's why he is the CEO and we're just the president, because when we're listening to him and having him guide us and direct us to where we're supposed to be going, he, he will he will apply our every need, even when the bank account is not what we want it to be you know, he will supply. And so how, how do you, um, encourage a person that feels as if what they're doing isn't really working?
1: You know, it it goes to, is it something that God told you to do?
0: Mm -hmm. Because
1: if it's something that God told you to do, then what works is the obedience because the. blessing Comes from the obedience. I know a lot of times as people we have a tendency to to want to look, and when we look, we're like, ah, oh, that's not it. And you go back to God, and He's like, ah, oh, that's it, right? Because <laughs> some things you have to stick with, and we don't realize what He's doing in us in the process. You know, mm-hmm. He knows that it might not need to be a microwave moment. It might need to be a process that takes a little bit time. Why? Because right. He knows it's gonna be longevity. Right. It's not going to be something that you're just doing for six months or you're in it for a year and you're going to be out. But he knows that what you're doing is going to change not just your life, but change the trajectory of your family. And so it right. may have to be something that you got to stick with it for a while, because in the middle of doing that, God is actually doing something in you. You know, he's building things in us or bringing forth in us what he's already put on the inside of us. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes some things have to take a while. And, and, you know, because of the way we live now, we want everything conveniently. And we've forgotten that some things need to go in the oven versus the microwave.
0: Right. That's so true. You know, some
1: businesses, you know, a billion dollar business might not need to be birthed in the microwave it might need to just be birthed in the in the oven so that you have the character to go along with the billions that Amen. part Amen. you know
0: <laughs> right we, the, we want the microwaves quick that quick. Yeah. that's so true i told somebody the other day because she just started out um, with her business and she's like it's work i'm tired it's like that's how it is when you first get started i mean it's just like a baby You did the nine months and the baby comes out. I'm tired. Yeah, that's how it is. It it takes work until, I mean, you're going to get, eventually get to a place where you're able to relax because you know what you're doing and you know how to do it. And then you have to add something else to it. And so, most definitely.
1: I... I I was going to say, I love what you said when you mentioned about the baby, because you know what? I find that oftentimes for people, and I know people won't say this, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Especially women, but like, we love the pregnancy because we get a lot of attention. You know, it looks good. That baby bump, like all of that. Right. You know, we love the baby when it first comes home. And then, you know, after a while you're like, oh my goodness. Because the work actually kicks in, right? You're up all Long. You know, you have a baby that's screaming, you know, you're changing dirty diapers. And yeah. if you do not know that prior to, because a lot of times you don't, you just think it's going to be, you know, um, cotton candy every day. And it's not. And when you get into the older years, like parenting really becomes work. But yeah. and it takes <gasps> something, God. right, to yes. get to 18. I know every mom can be like, I'm with you on that. Because children don't know it requires something to get right. them to 18 years old. And that's the same way with business. Mm-hmm. It's cute when we start telling everybody, I'm, I've am i started my own business. I got my own thing. And then things start happening. And you're like, what in the world? I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't know someone was going to call in. And now I got to do the job. Like, those are the right. little things. And so that's the part that God is always building in us and showing us and, and saying, right. like, you know, the scripture says to count the cost before you build something. And a lot of right. times you know, if we just be honest about it. We jump in without getting all the information, without having all the instructions, um, you know, without knowing where all the landmines are. And we discover them on the journey and nothing is right. wrong with that. It's just when we discover them, you know, being OK with it and saying, hey, this is something I got to learn versus decided I'm just going to give up because it got hard. That I'm going to give up because it got challenging but to continue to move forward and say this is something that I'm going to learn um this is something Mm -hmm. that's necessary and as I learn this it's just going to make me a better entrepreneur it's just going to make me
0: great yeah because many times like I've stopped like when I when I wrote my book I was like oh god do I really want to put this out there do I really want to do this not understanding the investment that will return to me but not fully understand understanding the process of me writing the book and how it would be investing in myself cuz a lot of times we'll write something or we'll do something and we're looking for the financial gain versus spiritual gain. And so what happened to my to me is I'll say I'm like god that really helped me to be who I am today. And so I, I mean, I started just motivational things. And do I get paid a lot? No. Sometimes I don't get paid at all. But it makes me it makes me feel good. So my reward is not in the natural. It's in the spiritual. And a lot of people are not looking for that. I was telling my husband earlier today, um, I went out and I bought a Louis Vuitton purse. It was a couple of years ago. Because I always wanted a Louis Vuitton purse because I was looking at the materialistic, the name of it. And I think a lot of times we as individuals, we get wrapped up in the materialistic to make, to, as if we have arrived, let's just say it that way. We'll buy something to make us feel a certain type of way or, oh, I got this or I got that. But when I got it, it didn't really do anything for me. It didn't do anything for me. and I'm like, God, I, I wanted this, but it really didn't add anything for, to me. But what it did do was cause me to have, uh, you know, my mind renewed. Like, you didn't really need it. You just was going with the hype, with the way of the world, as if the brand defined you. And it didn't. And so I ended up selling it, and God gave me back more. Because I learned the lesson that this is not what it's about. It's about my spirit, man. You know, learning and growing and being able to share with somebody else. You know, because a lot of times we as individuals... We just look at, you know, like this. I have to have this. That what makes me who I am. And actually it's not. Oh, listen, you said a
1: whole mouthful right there. It, we think material things make us who we are, mm-hmm. when in reality you make the material thing. Right. It, it looks good not just because of the name, but it looks good because it's on you. And when we right. discover the value that's on the inside of us, the treasure, the earthen treasure, that's in us like Amen. you grow actually like you said you realize like hey i didn't even need it and it no longer gives me whatever that thing was that it gave me right. before. it no longer made me feel like i was someone right? right because you were someone without the bag but that was the thought process and then right. you just like with the bag without the bag i'm still great like I'm still- greatness. yeah like greatness has nothing to do with the materials, and when we learn how to uh, detach ourselves from those things, we're we're not as um, emotionally unbalanced where we're we're detached. It's when we're Mm -hmm. attached to things. When we say like, oh, it's the car that I drive that make me No, I actually make the car. So even if I roll up in some, you know, beat up truck, the truck looks good because I'm in it. And that's a mindset. And that's so that you don't get attached to things, right? Because that's what God doesn't want us to do. He doesn't want us to be so attached to things that we lose our place in him, but he wants us Attached to him and recognize that the things that he gives is just a blessing. Mm-hmm. Just, a, mm. just that's just it. And and I don't know. I want to say this because I want to say this um to to parents. You know, I even remember because a lot of times we have children who you know like not that it's nothing wrong with having the latest whatever it is. But what I'll say is also teaching our kids because I remember teaching that even to my children. Like hey. It doesn't matter the name tag that's on it. It's who's actually wearing it. So teaching them to have the value in them versus having the value in things. So someone needs to get that tonight to teach your children Mm -hmm. that wherever they get their stuff from, it's their ones that make it. And it's a place of wholeness and completeness. And so whether you have it or you don't have it, it doesn't make any difference because the value is actually you. You are the value. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say that it came from like childhood because when I was coming up, I grew up in the hood. I would go to school and the kids would have all this name brand stuff on and they would, they'd be so, you know, kids can be so cruel at times. They'd be like, oh, you have on uh-uhs or you have on Walmart or whatever. And it made you feel some type of way. And so it was harbored up until I got, you know, up in age and then God had to deal with me on that. No, we're not walking in pride. We're not worried about materialistic things because at the end of the day, you can't take it with you. So you can be entrepreneurs, but you can do it a godly way. I heard a woman say that she lost her job as an accountant, in accounting. And so God told her to open a daycare. And she's like, I don't know nothing about kids. I don't even like kids like that. But she had to go in obedience. And so what she did was she opened a daycare but she ended up turning it into a business and not a ministry. And so what happened was he ended up ripping it from her and by this time she had like three or four. He ended up taking it from her and when she finally learned was when she was standing outside crying over a Lexus that was being taken away and he had to tell her, are you really standing out here crying over a car? And that's when she realized where her heart was. And Mm -hmm. so he had to bring her back to, you know, reality. We're not talking about entrepreneurship the way the world is. We're talking about a God entrepreneurship. This is ministry. It's not just, oh, I want the money. It's about the soul saving. And so he had to break her back down to build her back up. And so sometimes God will allow it, like, to break me down in order to build me back up. Because, ooh, child, I would not be here (laughs) (laughs) if he didn't. And I thank God for just... Allowing me to see that there was there's more to me and that there was more to me by breaking me down in order to bring me back up and that I'm not living this life just to be here and to live in the limelight, but I'm living a life to, to be pleasing unto him, but also to tell other women that it's okay. You don't have to have the best of the best. You don't have to have the name Like you say, it's you who make what you're wearing. It's you who make the card. I don't care if it's a hoopie, It's still nice. It's yours. You're in there. You have value, you know?
1: And, and, you know, just to add to that, I'm telling you guys, as you are listening, when we have the attitude of gratitude, and I know that sounds cliche, but when you have an attitude that you're so grateful and you're so thankful for whatever you have, you may be in a home and the roof is leaking, but if you can be thankful for the house, I am yeah. telling you, God will repair the roof. God will bring some other things to build it up. And so when we, it's a hard thing. And that's one of the things that I've learned so much about more so than anything else is that it's a hard thing, and Amen. even for those of you that are looking for, you're like the money, the money, the money. One of the things that that I say is it's a it's even that it's a hard thing, and so always go after the need. How can you help someone? You know what can you do to ease someone else's burden? And yes, right. it can be a business, right? But it's what your heart is into, and and as um. Coach said, I'm telling you the same what she said about helping others. That's my thing. So for me, the blessing is when I see your life change, when we have worked together and I see the fruit that's Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, Lord, you know, you did it because he told me that he would. Right. But to see it. And to be a witness for the kingdom of God, like for me, you know, the women that I work with, I'd be like, Lord, I was a witness to the word. I was a witness to what you said. And that does that does his heart good. It does my heart good as a coach. And I am telling you to see you walk in the level of prosperity. It's an inside thing. And so many of us are thinking it's an outside thing. The secret is it's from the inside out. And that's the part that no one told us. If we can get the inside right, then everything else on the outside will be exactly what it is that we desire. Amen. But it's the inside that's so messed up and we're so broken on the inside. And when we start fixing up the inside of us,
0: then the Amen. outside
1: starts looking good, too.
0: Amen. And so my, my question, because I've, I've had people um, kind of I mean, they, well, I mean, they know of me. Right. And then they put me in a bubble. Let's say they put me in a bubble, and so like my husband, he'll say, you know, there's more to you than just being in that that bubble. And so, how do you deal with the people who put you in a bubble that you that you've already popped? <laughs> Let's just say it that way. But they want to continue to put you back in that in that bubble or in that box.
1: You, what you do is you just have to remember, remind them that you already came out, and there's mm-hmm. no going back. And, and right. I think about that, you know, um, I was a cosmetologist um, for over 20 some years um, and, and uh, that was my business. And I came out of that business and stepped into the new of what God was doing in my life. And as I would encounter people, they, and it goes back to the same thing of being safe. People remember the was, who you used to be, what you used to do. And so right. they remember you in the bubble and that's no longer a thing. And it's been many years later. And I still have people that ask, are you ever gonna go back to that business? Are you ever gonna do that? And you know, my thought is probably not. I um, mean, so you have to just remind people like, I'm no longer there, here is where I am. Right. I came out and I'm just gonna stay out. And so you you get to the place that you don't allow people to, to bring you back. And, and not that it was bondage, but you know, God moves us and God grows us. And so once we come out, you know, we have a responsibility to let others know that we're out and that we're going to stay out. And you, right. for- and you just keep moving forward. And You just keep mm-hmm. moving forward. And you do have to constantly remind people that that's not what I'm doing anymore or that's not who I am. This is who I right. am. Sorry. That's well, OK. This is the
0: one some things. <laughs> OK, so let's talk about um, keys to heaven. So I know that there's many keys to heaven, right? And so how do you access the keys to the kingdom? Like you have peace, you know, joy, um, health, wealth, all these different things. But what are some things that one can do or should do in order to access the kingdom, you know, the keys to the kingdom? Well, you I know it first start with uh, submitting yourself, <laughs> first off, because you can't get nothing as you ain't been submitting and obeying. So just get that out the way. Well, what are some are some things that you would encourage um one to do in order to access the kingdom of heaven? Um, well, you know, here's
1: what I'm gonna share. Just as the Lord has been um, just uh, enlightening me um, as it relates to those particular things. And so, when we talk about, as you said, the keys um to Access to the Keys of Heaven. But when you were talking about the fruit of the spirit, um, one of the things is the awareness uh, that you actually already have those things. Um, And so salvation Mm -hmm. bought the fruit of the spirit. And a lot of times we think Mm there are some things that we are to get. Right. But those are the things that he's already put on the inside of us because we have his spirit in us and i'll just use like peace um for example he said if you keep your mind stayed on me i'll oh, keep you in amen. perfect peace and so part of walking amen. in the peace is learning to keep your mind stayed on on god and we quote amen. those scriptures but we don't follow the instructions of them and then we wonder why we don't so have true. the peace and so god has given us the kingdom i mean the keys to the kingdom but we don't know how to put the key in the door And so understanding (laughs) how to be able to unlock it. And so instead of allowing your mind to worry or allowing your mind to think on thoughts that are not coming from God, you know, when he told us to keep our minds stayed on him and it will keep us in perfect peace. So so that's the way that we access these keys is following the instructions or being aware that he's already given us these things. And I know for myself for a long time, I didn't realize that I already had the key. And so, you know, that's like having a million dollars in the bank, but you live you have access in poverty today because you don't know that you have it. And right. as believers, we're doing a lot of that. And so, right. you know, coming into the awareness of what does the word really say? And then am I following that? Am I doing what it says? Because if I'm doing mm-hmm. that, then that gives me the authority to access that door.
0: Mm-hmm, amen, amen. We gotta know that you have the authority already, it's already in your hands, amen.
1: And can I add, this you thing? know, can I just add one more thing? Because I just have something that I feel like we're talking about, um, Uh, entrepreneurship, godpreneurship. And I just have something that I just feel like the Lord just laid on my heart to share. And when you're talking about accessing the keys of the kingdom, um, one of the things that the Lord said that poverty is not a blessing. So one of the parts of accessing that particular key to business and wealth is understanding that poverty was never a blessing. And I know coming out of the church, it seems to be humble to be poor. But what I discovered from my own self is if I'm poor, I can't really help anybody else. You know, it, it really isn't a good witness. We're talking about going somewhere or doing something and neither one of us got two pennies to rub together. And so the enlightenment in knowing that that's not a blessing from God. Actually, the scripture says that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and there is no sorrow with it. And so Amen. beginning to realize that that's part of the key is knowing that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich Amen. and that there's no sorrow with it. So shifting our minds and shifting the way we think so that we can walk into what God has already destined and ordained for our lives. Because it's a done deal, it's an already finished work. And we're looking for things, you know, to be completed, but God has already done that. And what He's looking for uh is for us to
0: actually believe what He said. Amen. Amen. And so for I know for myself, um, I did not always trust God. let just say that way. When I first, I mean, I, I believed God for my like like my grandmother said, you know. She taught us Psalms 23, and we went to church, to the Baptist church, and we sung songs, and we went out to the kids' things. But as a kid, I'm just like, okay, where is God? You know, I'm I'm going through all this stuff, and like, where is he? And so I didn't really know how to trust him, let's just say it that way, because I've seen where people would go out, and Fast Money was where it's at, or where it was at for myself, because I didn't know how to trust him totally. And I had to learn how to trust. Yeah. So what is something that um, or what what is a way to encourage somebody that's dealing with a trust issue when it comes to um, God entrepreneurship? And not just God entrepreneurship, but with their life, because we all go through ups and downs and we're like, where, where are you at in this God, you know? As if he's gone off somewhere, he took a vacation and he's right, you know, he's right there. And we just don't understand that this is this is making us better and pushing us into our purpose. So what is something that you would um, tell somebody that feels that way?
1: I would actually tell them to get to know God Mm -hmm. um, and to get to know him for yourself. And Mm -hmm. that was the biggest transformation for me. And I just remember a time and and again, just being transparent, because I don't believe I can help anyone, you know, making up stuff. Um, But I was going, Lord, I really want to trust you, but I can't because I have trust issues. Right. Right had people that have hurt me and said they were going to do things and they didn't do it. And I'm looking at you telling me to do these things and being honest before the Lord and saying, I don't know if I can trust you. And, you know, I ended up having this experience with God that changed the trajectory of my life. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to, and I can't even tell you how long ago it was because it was just that long ago. But what ended up happening was, after I said that to the Lord, I went to this prayer meeting and I left the prayer meeting and I ended up having an accident. And um, I heard this bang and I called 911 and they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. And so I was like, but the car left. And, And so the police came and I got out the car and he was like, um, Ma'am, you called in an accident. I'm like, yeah, somebody, you know, ran into the side of me. And I heard this like big boom. And he was like, "Um, I don't see anything. So I get out the car because, mind you, I'm in the car when this happens. And I feel everything. And I hear this loud boom. And I'm like, okay. So I look and there's no impact. Right. And so he walks around the front of the car. He was like, is it this scratch on the bumper? And I'm like, no, that was already there. I ran into an ice chest. I was like, no, that's not it. And he was like, "Um, it, it doesn't look like anything occurred. And I'm like, I know what I heard. I saw the other vehicle, all of that. And I looked up the road and there was a bumper. And so the officer saw the bumper and he said to me, had it not been for this bumper in the road, I would have thought you was crazy because there was no impact to my car. And I called my husband and, you know, we talked and then I got home and, you know, I was so upset. And the Lord said, didn't you ask me if you could trust me? And he said, you now know you could trust me because Mm -hmm. what happened exactly happened as you thought that it did. And the sound that you heard, it was the impact, but it wasn't the impact of the car running into you It was the impact of the car running into the angels that I had around your car.
0: Oh, God.
1: There was no impact. He said, but I left the evidence of the bumper so that the officer wouldn't think that you were crazy. And, you know, that changed my life. And it has changed my life ever since then. And I tell you, even now, though. Because there are some areas that we have not walked together in, Amen. and so there are still times when I gotta go, Lord, you know, I, you know, me and that trust thing, you know, when He's wanting me to come closer or to come deeper, and it's an unfamiliar space, Amen. and you know, I say, Lord, you know, how I am, but I want to tell someone that's listening that God is so good and so merciful, right? And He loves us so much that Amen. He takes His time to Amen. woo me into trusting Him, Amen. and so He'll do the same thing with. You, Because he knows all about you. He knows the hairs on your head. He knows everything. And he knows that you're not going to just surrender all right now. And he knows it's going to be a process. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I would tell someone is keep going. Get the scriptures that talk about trusting in the Lord because he is the word. And as you meditate on it day and night, you'll find yourself in a place of trust. You'll find yourself going ahead and doing what he told you to do like 10 years ago. You'll find yourself going ahead and doing it without questioning because something took place in the time you spent with him. And he brought you to the level where you could actually trust him. And so he erases everything. And he brings us to a place of wholeness and completeness Amen. in him. And it changes and transforms us. And it changes and transforms our lives. And I'm telling you, it's a good place to, to be in.
0: Amen. Hey Amen. That's a powerful story. Yeah. That really, really is. Because sometimes we, we, you know, we will think, am I going crazy? Did I really say? Yeah. <laughs> like- I've, I've been there, you know. And so I had to learn that. God, you know, we put him like the scary monster, right? But it's just really talking to him and just being very sincere. Like, you know, I, I mean, I just, I know he just laughs at me and I laugh at him like, God, are you serious? And it's just really talking to him. He's a friend, you know? Yes. And just being authentic with it, not all, you know, all the bow, the, and all that. And just being, just being who you are and sharing in our actual uh, relationship with him. Versus just, you know, coming to him and just being fake with it. And right. I think a lot of times we we put so much weight on ourselves, as like, because I know I've done it. Like, God, I don't, you know, why me? Like, are you serious? Out of all the crap that I've done, well, that's what the blood of Jesus is for, right? Right, right. And so I'm like, oh. Every time I think about it, every time I think about how far he's brought me, it just it makes me very emotional. I'll be like, God, I don't want to be like Jeremiah. Always crying. Yes, yes, yes. But I love I it. Said, I don't want to be like him. And then I heard somebody say, you're like Elijah hiding in the cage. Oh my like, God. I'm trying to get away from Jeremiah. Here I am. Lord Elijah, help me, you know? And it's just, he, he just, he's just so, you know, welcoming, but it's up to us to accept him. You know? And so I thank you so much for, um, Sharing that story because I'm just mind blown at the way God works because He really does work in mysterious ways, and even with entrepreneurship or Godpreneurship, when we step out, it's a mystery. You right. know, we think it's just from here to there to there to there point A, point B, point B. but it's actually a mystery when you step out and to go forward from be what God has called you to be or do what He's called you to do. You know, because I know we say we have God. The words that we have power to get wealth. that's in our hands, but it's actually a mystery when we take that step, because we're doing it. Okay, God, I I, I trust you. I'm gonna take the step, but what's the next step? Right. You got to first take the first one in order to get to the next one. Right. And sometimes we won't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying for myself, like, I want to know all the information. Yeah, like I want to know the all the information. And so for yes. someone that's
1: listening, you know, you have to understand that sometimes walking with God is on a need-to-know basis. And he said that to me one time. He said, when you need to know, I'll let you know. Until then, keep going. And so, you know, recognizing like all of those things. And I tell someone, understanding your your relationship with God. Yeah. Because your relationship might be different from mine. and. Right. From coaches like the difference in how he deals with all of us and so when you recognize how he works with you for me sometimes it's a need-to-know basis and it's when I need to know but I realize that and so when he's not saying anything I go like okay um I guess I don't need to know because when I need to know you know you'll let me know and and that brings some assurance or reassurance that you're okay right. um that that everything's okay and when you need to know um he'll let
0: you know yeah. Amen. Amen. amen i thank you you got you ladies you gentlemen who have joined us tonight please share us some love some hearts some facts comment engage we started a bit late due to all the technical difficulties but we thank you for joining us anyway i thank you so much uh dr amy for even stopping by i think we got time for a few more um questions i took um some I feel like you had a, a couple of posts on your page and so I took them off and one that I've been kind of talking about as I I've, bring I've this book for um, class, it says they rejected you, but they will soon look for you. God will change your story, you know, and that one that one is dear to my heart because God does change your story. Yeah. So what is something that I know babe? what is OK, come on, come on. So what is uh, something, you know, because people see, well, people see me for who I was. And that's why I was saying earlier, they want you in that bubble because they'll still see you for who you was, but not realizing that God has changed your story. So you just, you know, for myself, you keep going. Yes. Well, what is some inspiration that you can share with somebody else? Because I know you said you came from the uh, the hairstylist and people still saw you as the uh, cosmetologist. Yeah. Um
1: you know, again, it, it's you just getting secure in who you are, definitely that. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the people that you follow. And so one of the ways to help you stay the course is always to be looking up, you know, mm-hmm. always to be looking ahead. Um, and, and never, we, we look at the, the story of Lot's wife. And one of the things that got her in trouble was the fact that she kept okay. looking back, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just going like, don't look back. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, just keep going, and just forget your past. You know, this yeah. Elsa says, and I say this with such thing because I know so many times, a uh, part of things that have happened, is our story. But if it is something that keeps on hanging you up, forget it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It didn't happen erase it from your mind so that you can move forward so that it yeah. doesn't keep tripping you up. Because even when we look in the scripture, he said, forgetting those things that are behind, you know, forgetting the, the hurt, Absolutely. forgetting some of the trauma so that you can start walking in freedom, like mm-hmm. forgetting some of those things. And so that's part of what I'm going to say. Forget that you said about the rejection, forget that you were rejected and live the life of I am loved because yeah. you actually are. So walking in the truth, is what really sets you free. That's what the scriptures say, walking mm-hmm. in the truth. And just to help someone, when I say forget the past, listen, the past only exists in your mind. It does not exist. You can't go back and get it. You can't go back yes. and do it. And so the yes. best thing that you can do is to forget it because it only exists in your mind. Mm-hmm. All that you have is right now. So you living in the now every day. That's mm-hmm. the best advice that God gave me was like, it don't really exist. You keep playing it over in your mind. Stop playing it over because that's where you're living with it at it's in your head, that part. So if you get mm-hmm. that tonight, that'll help you walk in that new place of freedom and get you some, you know, get mentors to help you say the course, get you a coach to help you say the course, because so many times we'll start walking in the right direction and then something will pull us back. But when you Mm -hmm. have someone to hold you accountable, it keeps you going in the right direction. It keeps you growing. It keeps you glowing. It keeps you moving forward. And it keeps God being glorified because that's the part that that's the assignment is that God might be glorified. And so every day that you get up, every day that you wake up and you make a decision that I am living my best life now, listen, your heavenly father is glorified. It Amen. says that he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. And that means everything that you excel in at, everything that you're doing well with, like all of those things. Is what he takes pleasure in. Amen. And so you learn how to, I'm talking to somebody, you need to learn how to just celebrate yourself and Amen. stop waiting for someone else to celebrate, to
0: celebrate you. you. Amen. 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 I had to learn. Yes Lord, <laughs> I surely did. And when you say, forget your past, you know, for me, I built upon my past. Yeah, I had to embrace it, you know, to be able to share with somebody else that has dealt with the same you know the same struggle or going through the same thing I had to embrace it because I would have people say oh you're this or you're that or whatever but I'm like yeah that's why I used to be that's what I used to do and I and that's okay because God loves me anyway I heard a young man say that he would wear rejection in order to win his father's attention because mm-hmm. his father had at such a standard To where if he didn't meet that standard, he just gave him the look, the look of disgust. And he praised his brother. And so he found himself fishing to become the very best fisherman there was. But he was killing people, you know, just about losing their families, um, going out fishing every day without taking a break, trying to be the very best for his dad. And when he would come in and his dad would be sitting there waiting at the dock and he didn't have the very best, his dad say, hey, are you number one? And he'd be like he look at the board and if he wasn't number 1 even if he was number 2 his dad would give him the look. And so what he had to understand was God you and my daddy are two different people. Right. I had to let it I had to let it go in order to move on because I'm now a father to my children and so I can't give them the look or expect them to be a certain way because he was bringing himself down not just himself but his his wife, his children what carrying on that baggage. And so he learned that there's more to him than what his dad had gave him and that God is not the same as his dad. And so I had to learn that too. So yeah. that's why I say I, I love the the quote, that rejection, you know, that you face, God will give it to you and it will be a new story that you're able to just walk in and be what God had called you to be. So I again, I thank you for coming on. I thank those who have come in. At the end, we usually offer Christ. And we are pressed for time due to the technical difficulty. But I pray that you guys were encouraged. You ladies and you gentlemen were encouraged. We do offer Christ. I pray that um, that you know him as your personal Savior. We're not forcing him on you. But he is available to you. He loves you just for who you are. And he's always waiting with his arms wide open. And so we're going to close out. i ask Dr. Amy if she will pray us out
1: tonight. Yes, um, dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you tonight, God. We thank you for your awesomeness, oh God, God. We thank you for everything that has been accomplished here on God. tonight, and Father God, we thank you, Lord, that greater is coming, that greater is here, and Father, we thank you that you're going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask, think, or imagine, according to the power that worketh in us. And Father God, we just thank you, Lord, God, for that dunamis power. We thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit that works in us, oh God, and Lord. God, we thank you, Lord God, for those souls that are being saved. God, those that are coming to know you, God. And God, we thank you that they have a better plan, Lord. God, that they have a good plan. God, we thank you tonight, God, that they have a loving father, Lord. And God, we thank you tonight as you increase their awareness of who you are, Lord. And God, we just thank you. I, I want to pray for strength tonight. Lord, I hear you tonight that someone needs to be strengthened. And so, Lord God, I lose your strength tonight. God, your word says that be strong in the Lord and the power of your might. And so, Father, we thank you for your might tonight. God, we thank you for that the spirit of you, God, God, going in and moving through us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I thank you tonight. And we just Bless
0: you in Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. God bless every individual that's I'm watching tonight. Again, we're sorry. I'm sorry so much for the technical difficulties and that we can't continue to go forth. We're out of time. I'll see you guys next Tuesday, and hopefully, Dr. Amy, you can come again. Amen. <laughs> amen. amen. So, uh, um, and, um, and ways to meet, uh, to reach out to Dr. Amy is up on top in abbreviations or um in the description excuse me is up top so if you want to reach out please do reach out she's an awesome coach she really really is she was my coach and i need to get back over into coaching but um (laughs) she does awesome webinars and so i pray that you guys will reach out to her you have our email you have our website so forth and so on it's up top in the description god bless you here's a word from our sponsors